Hello, this is Andy Cates, Senior Economist at Haver Analytics, and thank you for clicking into our latest weekly podcast. The world economy's underlying vulnerabilities have been in sharp focus over the past few weeks, but more deep-seated wounds with longer-lasting scars have been avoided, uh, at least for now. The anxiety that surfaced about the health of the US banking sector in March, for example, has faded, partly because of the willingness of policymakers to offer some targeted support. More recently, heightened uncertainty about the willingness of US politicians to raise the debt ceiling has eased after a deal was struck to cap government spending. In the meantime, the alarm bells that had been ringing about the weakness of global growth have softened thanks to weaker energy prices and still sturdy labour markets. That weakness in energy prices has certainly been helpful for the economic outlook by offering some relief on the headline inflation front as well. We certainly saw a lot of evidence for that from Europe this week. Still, the avoidance for now of bigger wounds does not mean that these vulnerabilities have been erased. Those issues in the United States that bedeviled the banking sector, for example, are arguably a symptom of broader efforts from the Fed and other central banks to tighten monetary policy and slow the wheels of credit. Latest surveys of credit conditions in the US and Europe and bank credit data more generally suggest those wheels are indeed now slowing down quite quickly. Financial markets also now appear much less convinced that a pivot toward easier monetary policy will unfold in the immediate months ahead. As for US debt ceiling shenanigans, while that's been seemingly settled for now, it has nevertheless exposed the absence of structural US growth drivers that could stabilise the debt arithmetic. And it's highlighted the fractious nature of US politics at the same time. As for the world economy, And as our first exhibit in our charts of the week publication makes clear, incoming data have been disappointing expectations to the downside far more frequently in recent weeks, particularly in Europe and Asia. Turning to the week ahead and following the US payrolls report for May that's published later on today, the economic data calendar is is fairly quiet. Highlights will include the forward-looking service sector PMIs for May and the CENTIC surveys for June that are published on Monday. Europe sees some German factory orders data for April on Tuesday and some industrial production numbers on Wednesday. China's highlights in the meantime include some trade data on Wednesday and some CPI data for May on Friday. On the policy side, the calendar is also happily pretty quiet. For the record, the RBA meets on Tuesday and the Bank of Canada meets on Wednesday, but both central banks are expected to leave their respective policy rates unchanged. Finally, just be aware that our latest newsletter was published a little earlier this week and should now be in your inbox. There's a lot of detail in that letter, as ever, about our new data releases. These include this month a raft of numbers on transportation activity on railways and on airlines in Europe from Eurostat, and which have been specifically and perhaps obviously added to our transport database. Otherwise, that's all from me today. Have a great week ahead.